This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? It's good to be back in the studio. Today, we're in for an absolute treat. We all like to know how we can be more efficient in our businesses, how we can save money. And so John from FuelCred is with us today. We're going to get nerdy and talk about fuel tax credits, fuel tax refunds. Uh, John's uh, background is in a a CPA, and uh, now he's working in business development. He's a co-owner of FuelCred. So, John, welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we look forward to hearing your stories. Of course, we want to thank today's show sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. If you guys are looking for a CRM, look at Jobber. You can try them for free for 14 days. Thanks again to Mike Pletz from Toronto, Canada for sponsoring today's show. He hosts the How to Hardscape podcast. If you guys haven't subscribed to the How to Hardscape podcast yet, check that out. Thanks again to Ring Lawn Care in Stillwater, Minnesota for sponsoring today's show. And we can't forget it, Caleb Allman. How to install pavers.net. If you guys want to learn how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls, my friend Caleb Allman, Mr. Top Five Landscaper in Columbus, Ohio. Caleb, congratulations. According to the Columbus Dispatch, he is a proud sponsor of today's show. So without further ado, John, what is up, man? Where are you calling from? New Jersey? Yes, I'm uh, based out of New Jersey, uh, North Jersey, but I actually grew up in South Jersey on a uh, on a farm with my family who, who still run and operate the farm. So now a lot of, you know, New Jersey, it's kind of separated into, into two separate States, you know, North Jersey is New Yorkers and, and South Jersey's uh, from Philadelphia. So I've, you know, I've, I've been in both before. Okay. So North Jersey, that's, uh, can you see the skyscrapers in New York city or how far away are you from all that? Yeah, I can actually see uh, Times Square from my, from my office. I, I live out of Hoboken, so that's right across the uh, Hudson River. So I'm looking at Times Square and all the skyscrapers right now. Shut up. Yeah. You can see New York City from your office. I can, I can. Um, it's, it's a nice skyline at, at night, um, but as you can probably imagine, the traffic, you know, growing up in the country, you know, the traffic up here is a little bit different. Wow. So what, uh, what's your football team? We were talking off air. You like football. Uh, are you a, a New York Giants, a New York Jets? Who, who's your team right there? Well, because I grew up in South Ooh, Jersey, really? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Philly, you know, Eagles, uh, Flyers, Sixers, you know, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. So I'm a Philly, Philly fan, yeah. Now, what's your guys' reputation? What, to fill me in here. Phil, I heard Philadelphia Eagles fans are extremely <laughs> passionate. Yet I heard like you guys aren't the nicest to the road teams. What what's the inside scoop? So it it goes back, yeah, you know, probably thirty years around when we threw a, a snowball at at Santa. But to be fair, I think they were losing the game by forty, and and Santa was actually drunk. So I think there was a lot of stuff going on. So you know, we always get the that bad rap of throwing a snowball at Santa. But you know. I'm, you know, I'm from there, and and I don't think it's that bad, but I I do hear that from other fans. Did you ever follow Allen Iverson? Yeah, I'm actually a, a big basketball fan. So Sixers is one of my, you know, one of my teams. Obviously, you know, Eagles, Flyers, and whatnot. But you know, I'm a big basketball fan. So I did follow Allen Iverson. I was young, so I was, uh, you know, I always watched the games with him. Yeah. Now this is a sad story, guys. And uh, John, this probably hurts your heart as a CPA, but. Years ago, I think it was 2012 or 2013, I was 
financially, I wasn't in the place in my life where I am now. And uh, I was living in an apartment complex and getting my business off the ground. And uh, I come home from work one day. I'm at the pool. My buddy Frank, he says, hey, we got a new neighbor. And I'm thinking, yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a girl or maybe like he said it with like you ever have someone tell you something and then it's like they're just waiting for you to ask the answer. So he's like, hey, we got a new neighbor insinuating. Well, ask me who it is. So I'm like, well, who is it? And he said, Allen Iverson. And I I said, Allen Iverson, the famous basketball. He lived in a apartment complex. I lived in a one bedroom basic apartment complex. And yeah. I, he's like, yeah, he was just down at the pool. And he's like, I gave him some cake for my his, his daughter's birthday. And I was like, shut up. I was like, he made $200 million, didn't he? And he's like, yeah, but he must have blown it all. He's living here. And so I was like, no way. So I go to the girls at the, the front desk, uh, Amanda and Nicole. And I'm like, hey, is Alan Iverson live here? And like, well, by protocol, we're not allowed to talk about this stuff. And then they're like <laughs> winking and smiling like, yeah. And I'm like, unbelievable. So then I walk back. And right next to where I parked, there's this, it's called, I think it's called a Maybach or something. It's this black fancy car with this yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. license plate. And lo and behold, he, he lived in my apartment. I mean, he was my neighbor, Alan Iverson. Wow. He had blown all his money. And, and here he was. He'd go to, uh, I actually worked in the evenings at the time to make some side hustle money at Carabas, the restaurant. And he'd just mm-hmm. come in the Carabas and sit at the bar and talk, you know, about whatever. And, uh, I mean, he was a local. He'd go to the arena tavern. It was, it was to me, it was, and I was always respectful to him and everything. I felt kind of sad for him because I, you could tell there was some grief. Like when you blow two hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. like that's that's embarrassing, you know what I mean? But he he was living in a part a basic apartment complex, you know, um, blew his money. Yeah, I, just, I was just I just looked up his contract numbers, and yeah, it's around that two hundred million. It's it's amazing. You know, someone said he might get some money again from his deal with Ad- Adidas or something, or one of those shoe companies. So Re- yeah, Reebok. I think what happened okay. is he signed like a thirty-year deal, so he uh, gets them. I think like a couple million every year from it. Okay, so well, he, that is one good good thing for him. Yeah, he gets the, he has the Maybach because I knew he did, I knew he had a mansion here in Atlanta. And I, folks, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. <laughs> I uh, I love sports, man. So it's you, you get me on these side tangents. Someone just yeah. left. I was reading my Google reviews, and someone left us a four four or five stars and said Paul gets on. Paul does good, but he gets on his little tangent. So we're gonna pull it back here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but the long story short is, even whether you make a hundred thousand a year or two hundred thousand a year or a million a year or twenty million a year. You have to live on less than you make. And I know he lost his mansion, mm-hmm. went bankrupt. His wife, ex-wife gets the money. I mean, it's it's sad, but I think it's a lesson learned. Even for us that don't have seven-digit incomes mm-hmm. yet, you know, we got to be careful with our money, right, Mr. CPA? Of course, yeah. I mean, I everybody, I mean, whether you're a millionaire or, you know, you're living pay, paycheck to paycheck. I mean, taxes is a you know important topic. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your story, however direction you want to share. I know you said you had a story about how you got into all of this. So, you know, how'd you go from South South Jersey to uh, owning a company and, and being a CPA and all this? What, what's your story? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I actually started my career and my professional career uh, at what they call a big four. So it's one of the large, you know, accountancy firms. And I worked there for, you know, about about five years. Um, but I always had a passion for small businesses. Um, I actually grew up, you know, I mentioned it before, I grew up on a farm. It was a 
50 acres now it's 250 acres fresh flower farm in new jersey i grew up there with my family my five brothers and sisters so i I did that for the first half of my life 20 years and you know i i always saw the struggles of small businesses and they really are the the lifeblood of america when you think about you know the businesses out there it's it's small businesses i've always had a passion for them and you know, even working with my father on the farm, I saw some of the issues, especially from, you know, you know, you know, seasonal cash and, and trying to figure out how to make the most of your business. Um, and my dad, funny enough, he, he was a CPA the first half of his career, and then he became a farmer. So he had a kind of interesting career path as well. Uh, but, you know, kind of fast forwarding, I, I was at a big firm, I did that for about five years. And, and I think I was at the point where I said, you know, I, I have a passion for small business. And, you know, I am a CPA, you know, is there anything that I could really do to help these small businesses out? Um, and at that point, I, I actually knew I heard about, you know, the fuel tax credit, right? And, I, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people know this. So there's a, a tax when when you go to the, the gas station, right? There's a federal and state tax. Um, and it's, you know, on depending if you're uh, using gasoline or you using diesel, right? There's different rates for that. And my father used to always take this farmer, right? He would he would take what they call the fuel tax credit. We'll kind of get more into you know how this works. But you know, essentially, what the government says is if you use this fuel, um, or the government you know uses they they charge a tax on the fuel because uh, it goes to what they call the highway trust fund, and that supports all our public infrastructure. Uh, you know, trains for, for a state, you know, that is what funding is, you know, fun, funding is for. But what the government says is if you use that fuel in a trader business in in off-road use, you can actually get that tax back. Mm. And, and, and it isn't a tax, you know, it is a tax credit versus a tax deduction. So this is a one-for-one reduction in your tax liability. Or if you don't owe any tax liability, you get this money back. So I heard about this and I said, well, you know, this is a great opportunity. You know, my dad was taking it and I started thinking about, you know, what other industries are out there that uses fuel for off-road purposes, you know? So you think about farming is, is one of them construction, right? That's another big one. But, but the biggest one we figured out was, was landscaping. You know, you think about, you know, your, your local, the landscaping companies there, they have lawnmower, weed whackers, you know, their, their second biggest line item from an expense perspective is, you know, behind labor, it's, it's fuel costs, right? And fuel costs is a big thing for them. So, you know, we said, you know, well, our landscaper is actually claiming this credit. And, and the kind of the, the first revelation was, you know, the, the U.S. Treasury, uh, they, they produce a report every year on what they call the, un, you know, unclaimed tax credits. They, they produce this report. And, and essentially what the report said and doing some little more digging around was about $1.6 billion of fuel tax credits go unclaimed each year. So you just, you know, I always like to pause there because we're talking about real money that small businesses aren't taking. You know, because, uh, you know, when you think about a larger company, they, they have an accountant or they have a CPA that, that are taking these this fuel tax credit. But the majority of, of the landscaping companies out there, they're, they're what I would classify as, as small businesses, you know, sole entrepreneurs. And they're, they're not taking this this credit, right, just based on the reports. Then we did, an inter- you know, we did some interviews with about 20 or 30 landscapers. And in fact, they weren't taking this credit. They said, I didn't even know about this. And then we, we, we went ahead to, to go to their CPAs and some of them had CPAs and they didn't even know about it either, or they weren't, weren't claiming it. Obviously they didn't outright say it because it didn't look good, but you know, we kind of picked it up right away. You know, we looked at their previous year's tax returns and and they weren't claiming it either. So, you know, there was this revelation of, well, you know, they're not claiming this, they're leaving real money on the table. How can we, how can we help them? Right. And that's kind of how the idea of fuel came around. 
um, Fuel Credit is essentially a CPA in the app. It, it automates the entire process of claiming your federal fuel tax credit. All you have to do is connect your business credit card. We, we find all your fuel transactions automatically. We have our, what I would call our business logic on top of that. And we put everything on the form for you to send to the government to get back. So wow. it's kind of a, you know, how can we automate it for you? Put it every, you know, we put it into a mobile app um, and anybody can download this app and, and get the fuel tax credit. Wow. I want to hear a lot. We got me on the edge of my seat. I, I am, mm-hmm. my audience knows I am a penny pincher to save any expense. I mean, you know how it is in business. You want to get your revenue as high as you can and your expenses as low as you can. So I really yeah. look forward to diving into uh, this deep. Uh, but first, we're going to take a moment and uh, hear from Caleb Allman. Are you interested in becoming a professional hardscaper? The How to Install Pavers 2.0 Comprehensive Guide will teach you everything you need to know from site logistics to final paver install. Caleb Allman and his team focus on the installation knowledge of excavation, base installation, compaction, and more, all to accepted guidelines. Allman Landscape has over 20 years of industry experience, and they reveal their best tips and secrets with over two hours of paver installation content. This video and their How to Install Retaining Wall Comprehensive Guide is available at howtoinstallpavers.net. That's howtoinstallpavers.net. What's happening, everyone? This is Mike from How to Hardscape to say that we are proud to be sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. I am the host of the How to Hardscape Podcast, where we are dedicated to bringing you the most valuable content in the world of hardscaping. As we interview industry leaders and experts to talk on a wide variety of subjects that will help expand and master the services you offer to improve your business. You can learn more at How to Hardscape and find the resources that we have created there, including our budget and estimate spreadsheet that will help you know your numbers better and to ensure you are covering your expenses with every estimate sent out. Once again, that is howtohardscape.com. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about how using the CRM Jobber has increased efficiency and organization in our business. I remember those days of chasing the checks, the old checks in the mail. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, and wasting time trying to collect those payments from our customers. Well, now that we use Jobber, we have our customers' cards on file, and we get paid faster, a lot faster. Like immediately after the job's done, we charge the card, or in some cases, we charge it the first of each month. Now this. This helps cash flow and it reduces a ton of stress. Jobber's offering a free trial. If you just want to try it out and see if it's a right fit for your business, we're going to leave that link in today's show's notes. Click on the link and just navigate Jobber and uh, check it out if it's the CRM for your company. All right, guys, we are talking with one of the founders of FuelCred. This is extremely fascinating. I have a lot of questions. Uh, about our fuel purchases, how we can get a 100% refund and uh, fuel tax. Don't worry, guys. This uh, link, fuelcred.com, Mr. Producer is going to put that in today's show's notes so you can go over there and uh, find out everything you want to know. But uh, I got a lot of questions. So what is the difference between a fuel tax credit and a fuel tax refund? Yeah, I I think those terms are, are, you know, pretty much the same thing. I would say the a lot of times what people get confused is, is between, you know, a tax credit or a tax refund versus a, a tax deduction. You know, so you think about it, you know, from a landscaping perspective, right? You can you can take a deduction for the fuel, right? The fuel you use in your business. And that is on road versus off road fuel. But obviously a deduction is pre tax, right? Mm-hmm. A tax credit is 
uh, actually a one-for-one -one reduction in your business taxes, right? So your business tax liability. And within, not to get too confusing, but within the world of tax credits, they have what they call refundable and non-refundable tax credits. Luckily, right, the fuel tax credit is what they call refundable. So even if you don't owe the government any money, you can actually get this money back. So the government would, would pay you money back for this tax credit. That's what's great about it. It's a refundable tax credit. Um, but you can also take your fuel, you know, your fuel expense, your on-road and off-road as a normal deduction on, on your tax return. Wow. So what's the difference between mileage and this fuel tax? Can we not deduct our mileage then if we go this route or what? Yeah. So in terms of, so, you know, in terms of the, of a tax deduction, the IRS allows you to do either that standard, the standard mileage uh -huh. Or they can, or or it's really all your expenses from your, you know, from a vehicle, right? So all your gas, repair, or they let you take that mileage deduction, and that is, you know, a tax deduction. So there's a couple of different ways you can take a deduction for that stuff. What's great is the tax credit, you know, the fuel tax credit. It's regardless of any other, you know, any deduction you take. So it's a what they call um, a below the line uh, tax credit, right? It's below your tax liability. So this is uh, real money you get back. Wow. That's incredible. So someone's listening there like, wow, this, you know, how, how do I get fuel cred? What, mm -hmm. what, what do we do? Yeah. How much is it? Like what, what's the plans or, you know, give us yeah. some details. Yeah. Yeah. So, so fuel cred is a iOS app. We're currently working on our, our Android version, but it's an iOS app you can download in the app store and, and it really takes about five minutes to download it and, and get your form. So, you know, you sign up, uh, all, you connect your, your business credit card, you know, whatever you use in your business. We find all your fuel transactions. That's done automatically. Uh, from there, we apply our, our logic on top of that. And there's a little questionnaire you have to answer in the beginning to help us get an idea of your business, you know, the amount of off-road fuel you use and whatnot. But I think what's really, you know, the killer part of fuel credit is, you know, we are going to get you money back. What's really interesting is inside the app, there's a uh, uh, dash there's a dashboard and a summary chart that's giving you a different you know a different cut of your fuel expenses so it actually shows you uh, your weekly fuel consumption as well as the price per gallon in your zip code right and you know this kind of goes back to you know how to help small businesses out there when we were talking to to landscaping companies you know although fuel is the second biggest line item for them some some of the small landscapers they actually didn't have an idea of what they were spending per week uh, let alone maybe the price per gallon, right? They might see it every once in a while, but actually there's features in the app that tells you not only your consumption per week, but also the price per gallon, gas and diesel. And then in terms of, you know, how much does the app cost? So it's free to download. You can you can check out all these summary charts. What what uh, The app is between $20 and $100, and that really depends on the amount of refund, but we always cap it at $100. So if you have a, you know, we have a couple users that are in the, you know, $10,000 range, we cap that at $100. In reality, it should go maybe up to 500 or so, but we cap that at $100. And that's really going back to kind of the reason why we developed fuel credits to help small businesses back, you know, help small businesses. So we, you know, I would say that we only charge them when they want to actually generate the form and get their money back. So it's almost as, you know, what I, what I think, what I would call it, you know, free money, right? You don't ever pay without getting money back. Wow. And what we're actually so so doing when you download your, your, it, it's free. You just pay when you go to cash out and send the government the form. Am I hearing this right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's free to download, free to connect your card, free to look at, you know, uh, you know, see our dashboard in the summary screen. The only time when we charge you is when you actually want to generate the form to get the money back from the government. 
Wow, this is awesome. I, I'm looking through your frequently asked questions because I know as my guys are listening to this, you, our audience is some sharp folks, John. We got yeah. These guys keep me. I mean, these I got guys listening. We were talking off air that run companies that do millions and millions of revenue, and you know they're always giving me feedback on my show, and so I can just hear guys in my head, you know, asking questions because it's almost. It's almost humbling if you've been in business for so long, you haven't been taking advantage of this. It almost sounds too good to be true. You know what I mean? You're like, wait a minute. You're telling me I left a lot of money on the table, uh, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So um, I personally, you know, use a CPA. Is is some, This is something I can use in addition to, you know, my professional that I hired. I should still download FuelCred or what? Yeah, yeah. I think every, obviously based on our experience, a lot of CPAs didn't even know about this this tax credit. So for us, you know, this is, you know, you can, you can use this app definitely with your CPA. You can, you can send it to them at the end of the year, right? It's a form. Um, and that's what we have users right now doing, you know, they, they, they use fuel credit, but they also have a CPA uh, on the back end to, to do their annual filings. Um, you know, but, but it's really the, the, you know, your customers or the landscape community options, right? You can always fill it out yourself, but I would, recommend just based on my experience right it's, it's actually quite complicated the form itself and, and tracking everything you can always use your cpa uh but in reality you know a cpa would probably charge you know an hourly rate for this and it's probably about a four or five hour job so you're looking at probably a thousand dollars to fill out a form like this or maybe even cheaper right it's depending how he he prices it within it or you can use fuel cred and like i said it's between that 20 and 100 dollars but you know, what we're actually going to do for, for your listeners, you know, anybody who, who signs up, they can actually use a, a promo code called green. And it would actually, it will, it'll give them 20%, uh, 80% off the app. So it would be 1999 and that's a annual subscription. So you have a, you know, you can use the app, uh, you know, for a year. Um, but it's kind of a way to get back to the community. So anybody who wants to, you know, any of your listeners, they can use the promo code green uh, uh, to, 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 to use fuel credit. Awesome, guys. Well, we're going to put this link in today's show's notes, fuelcred.com. Use the promo code GREEN, and uh, this sounds like an incredible opportunity. I wrote down a, n- a note earlier. I-, I was going to ask. I was embarrassed to ask because I don't want to sound like an idiot, but my audience knows I don't really care <laughs> what you think. <laughs> so let me ask this. I-, I know this might be a stupid question, but I, I just didn't fully understand. What does off-highway business use mean? That was a term that I just, I didn't fully understand what that meant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the terms the, uh, the government or the IRS uses, and they're quite vague, as you can probably imagine, because that's the way they write the, the tax code. But, you know, essentially what, what, what it says is, you know, if I wanted to break it up into two separate parts, right? The first one is in a trader business. And that essentially is, you know, you're not doing, you know, you don't, you're not using gas off-road just for your own lawn, right? Or, or you're not actually a business. So you have to be a, a, a business entity. Uh-huh. And the second one is, is off-road. And, and that, you know, the they don't actually give a term of what off-road means. But if you think, you know, it, it really means any any uh, vehicle or equipment that you use off a of public highway. So, right, lawnmowers, uh, tractors, right? If you're in farming, you know, a large piece of equipment if you're in construction. But the key part is you're not using it on uh, a public road, right? Because if you're using it on a public road, you you should be taxed for that because you're essentially using the the government's road. But if it's anything off road in a trader business, that is eligible for the fuel tax credit. Okay, that you probably said that earlier in the show. It just it kind of went over my head. This is all new information to me, so I really appreciate that. And guys, this just a disclaimer. I mean, you know, you need to get tax professional 
advice for your specific situation from your, you know, CPA professional. Um, you know, we want to put that disclaimer out here, but this sounds like an awesome opportunity uh, to really save some money and, and, and to get this tax credit, John. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're super, you know, excited that, you know, we launched uh, September of this past year. We went to the GIE oh, Expo, yeah. uh, which was a great, yeah. um, great, great event. You know, funny enough, you know, we, we decided to kind of go last minute. Uh-huh. And I decided to take the trip from New Jersey all the way to Kentucky, you know, driving. So that was that was fun because I haven't done that before. Um, yeah. So it was a long trip, but it, but it really was a great experience. And, and, and it kind of validated our our assumptions out there. When I was speaking to landscaping professionals, as well as, you know, Heartscape and, and other people that were at the expo, you know, they, 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 I could feel it kind of in their voice. They were talking about some of the struggles they have, you know, with labor and, and you know, fuel is another one, right? They just talked about it and they and it kind of resonated saying you know it, it made sense of what we're doing because it's, it's helping them get money back in their pocket and that's really what we want to achieve right just based on my background I again grew up in a small small family business so I kind of saw it firsthand you know some of the struggles they they, they, they saw so when we went to the expo it, it, it was great and then ever since then we we've been doubling up our, our users every month um, so it's been great so far obviously we're getting you know it's almost um, March so I, I urge everybody to, to take a look at fuel cred and, and obviously get started on their taxes as well. Absolutely. Would well, you have anything else you'd like to share with my audience, John? No, I, I just think, you know, obviously, you know, any questions regarding fuel cred, you, you know, of course you guys can send us an email. I am the, the co-founder, so I, I get all the emails and I'm happy to answer. Um, but, you know, I, I always, you know, I will always would say, you know, download the app. You know, there's a lot of other features in there besides the fuel tax credits. Um, and even if you're taking the fuel tax credit now, you can you can download it and, and, and see what we're calculating versus what, what what you're doing as well. So, you know, I, I, I always call this app a no brainer because it's, it's free money back to, you know, landscaping professionals. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate uh, you sharing this. Thanks again to Brian Fullerton. Brian shot me an email and said, hey, you know about this? And I was like, no, he's like, well, yeah, just check this out. And, uh, you know, it connected us. So I, I you know, shout outs to Brian uh, for his generosity and in, in, in linking us up again, it's fuelcredit.com. Use the promo code green and you can get 80% off. So that that's only 1999 annually and you can give it a shot and you'll get your 20 bucks back when you get your credit. Um, plus a lot more. Um, if I'm uh, understanding all this yep. correctly. Yep. Awesome. Well, John, we really appreciate your time. Good luck to uh, how's I, I, I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan and they are the worst team in the NBA. So I, I gave up <laughs> on the NBA this year. How's your Sixers doing? Uh, it's been a, it's been rough up and down. Really? Up and down. Don't you got that yeah. Joel Embiid guy? No, we do. It's, it's, uh, you know, I, they always blame it on the coach or the front office. It's, it's a up and down type of year. Well, that, I think the, I think the Bucks have it. They, they have a pretty good team this year. Really, and then you got that Simmons kid, don't you? The kid that can't shoot a three-pointer. You see now, see now we're gonna get into it. You know, all the haters on him, but uh, <laughs> that that is true too. I would say maybe maybe a couple more years, maybe another year or two, and I, I think we'll be there. Y'all almost got LeBron, man. I mean, I don't know about those rumors, but I, I heard he was maybe gonna go. There. I think he was always gonna go to LA. Yeah. I think it might have been, you know, a little, you know, let me just have a meeting with him. But I think he was always gonna go to LA. Yeah, probably. What a guy, man. I, I, uh, 
I, we'll see, I don't want to say too much, but I might be, well, I don't, I got to be careful. <laughs> uh, I, I do a bunch of podcast stuff behind the scenes and, uh, there's some crazy things happening in my life, John, just absolutely crazy. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, living the dream. Well, I really appreciate you, man. And, uh, guys, make sure you use that promo code green and, uh, check out fuel cred. And of course, all the links will be in today's show's notes. Thank you, John. Have a good one. Good chatting with John there. Well, guys, we want to say thank you to some folks that have been leaving ratings and reviews. I just learned something new. I was, uh, Keith Kalfas called me the other day and he's like, Paul, I, he need to ask questions about ratings and reviews on iTunes. And uh, he's like, man, how are you getting all these ratings and reviews? I'm like, well, I'm asking my audience and you guys are faithfully coming through. So thank you. And I, and I was walking him through how to do it. And he's like, I was like, yeah, click on the blue button, click on the blue button. He's like, where? And then he's like, it's purple. And so I realized for all these shows, I've been saying, click on the blue button because I'm colorblind, but uh, I guess it is purple. So anyway, we've had several, several ratings and reviews come in. We'll read a few here and, and uh, more in the, the next episodes. Uh, J Crane 22. Uh, thank you. He says, never a dull moment. And he says, Paul, keep the content coming in. I run an outdoor maintenance business here in Missouri. Uh, this will be my second year in business and I fully enjoyed the content you and Mr. Producer are putting out. He says the podcast without Marty, you're good too. <laughs> LOL. Uh, the, let me read the next one because it kind of goes in touch with that. Uh, and he goes on to say some really nice things and encourage me to ask out this girl that I'm going to ask out very, 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 very soon. Very soon. Um, M. Barker comes on then and uh, he leaves us four out of five stars. Jay Crane was uh, five stars. Matt comes in, or I don't know if his first name is Matt. Matt Barker, Mike Barker, could be Mario Barker. I don't know. It says M. Barker. He says, you can learn something in every episode. I'm fairly new to listening, so I'm not a big fan of Paul rambling about topics. <laughs> when Paul pulls it back on topic, it is good material. That's why we pay Mr. Producer. He keeps me on point. And uh, the shows when he's not here, we get off track real quick. So thanks again. Caleb Hall, my guy, Fayetteville, Tennessee. And uh, he is a uh, friend of the show. I saw him post something in Lawn Care Legends on Facebook like a year or so ago. And he's like, hey, any good podcast out there? And I tooted our own horn because we spend a lot of energy getting to get these awesome guests on and, and making these shows. And Marty and I have a lot of fun. So I told him, I was like, hey, check out my show. And uh, Caleb Hall, he certainly did. He, he left us a book there. I, I asked for a sentence or two. Well, Caleb went, let's see, one, two, three, four paragraphs. So we really appreciate that, uh, Caleb. And, uh, you know, that meant a lot to me. Appreciate you really going in-depth. And uh, we encourage you to crush it he says some of his favorite episodes of the show are the one i did with keith kalfas and sean spencer it's episode 75 that's our most downloaded podcast uh, he likes the one with stanley dirt monkey genetic Corey ballard's interview where he told the story behind the scenes at ballard incorporated and uh, he likes jason creole's to name a few so really appreciate it caleb and uh, we appreciate today's show sponsors jobber jobber is your business's command center the easy to use app powers your sales operation the customer service all in one place you can try a free trial for 14 days in today's show's links the links there if you guys want to learn how to put in a retaining wall the correct way to professional industry standards, Caleb Wallman can teach you that, and he can teach you how to install retaining wall or uh, how to install pavers. He's got both uh, a course for how to install pavers. It's $99. As soon as you purchase it, you can download the video, and then he has a separate video, another comprehensive video on how to install retaining walls. And uh, Caleb is a friend of the show. 
and uh, he's been f- a friend. Him and Brittany have been friends for for years. I, I, I'm a big Caleb Allman fan, as well as a big Brian Ring fan. Ring Lawn Care, Stillwater, Minnesota. Thanks for supporting today's show. And Mike Pletz out of Toronto, Canada. Uh, guys, make sure you hit up his podcast. He put He's been putting out some bangers and uh, some really good episodes, really insightful uh, how to hardscape. Even if you're in, in landscaping, just I listen to this because I'm learning about business and vetting customers and numbers and, and just it's all the same thing it's just hardscapers can make a lot more money i mean those jobs you know we had sean on a few weeks ago and his minimum's thirty thirty thousand dollars other people who cut grass are like well my minimum's thirty dollars so it's just it just makes you think and really get our businesses fine-tuned to whatever we want to do whether you want to do lawn care high volume there's pros and cons to that and then there's pros and cons to the hardscaping but uh, it's just good that there's you know free resources out there like mike pletz's podcast how to hardscape so uh, smash the subscribe button on his show and uh, give him some love drop him a rating and review as well and uh, give him a listen so great guys good to be uh be here now we are taking the show on the road to mississippi i'm packing my suitcase and uh by the time you hear this show uh, i probably will already be in mississippi i think marty's gonna uh, publish it um, while I'm on while I'm on the trip to Mississippi. So l- really excited to go there, and uh, I'm going to be interviewing Sean Spencer and uh, Richie Plemons and a uh, whole bunch of other folks, Wally Wood, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to have um, all those episodes for you uh, as soon as we get back. So well, as soon as I get back, Marty's not going on this trip, but uh, he'll he'll take care. I'll give him the files, and uh, he'll get them published in a timely fashion. That's why we pay him the big bucks, as he says. Produce that show and make that dough. All right, guys, we'll be back soon. Have a good one.